Hi, I'm Ken Mingus. Welcome back to Mingus on Tech, where we talk about what's hot and what's not in IT. What's hot these days, and Sharon and Scott are here to, to help me with this, are two-in-ones, hybrid laptops, convertibles, tablets with keyboards, and the whole transition that's going on in the mobile world right now. We're going to talk about uh, the new Surface Book, which Sharon just got about a month ago. I want to find out from her how it works. And we're going to talk to Scott about what's going on in terms of ports and how to make sure if you're buying a laptop or a tablet or a Surface Book or a hybrid, how to make sure you're future-proofing exactly, uh, you know, make sure you're future-proofing your hardware so you don't buy something now that's going to be obsolete in a year or two. So Sharon, you know, I got to admit, I'm a little confused about hybrids because I've got my tablet, I've got a MacBook Pro, they both do different things, and I both use them in different ways. But you went with the Surface Book, which is sort of designed to be the best of both worlds. So why? Tell me about this. Yeah, the, you can go two ways. You can go with the tablet that also functions as a laptop with a keyboard, or you can go with the laptop that then the, the screen comes take, off the, the, and it functions as a tablet. I decided to go with the laptop because this is something I wanted to take with me on the road as a business traveler. I wanted to be able to work on it for four hours or six hours. You know, a, a tablet is great if you want to compose an email or maybe write a quick story, but if you want to sit on the thing for six or eight hours, it's not going to do all the things you need it to do. And particularly if you code, I like to run R, I like to do data visualization. That's not something you can really easily do on iOS or Android. So this, I mean, would this basically be considered a laptop? This is a laptop. Okay. <clears throat> and the tablet, Microsoft doesn't even call it a tablet, they call it a clipboard, because this is not the kind of thing where you can sit and use it just as a tablet for six or eight hours like you might be able to do with an iPad. Yeah. You can use this for, for eight plus hours as a laptop. In fact, on my flight home from Seattle, I was watching video for five or six hours, and I landed, and I still had about half my battery life. But that was with it connected that's, to the that's keyboard, right? Connect, the battery's connected. in the keyboard, right? Yeah, the battery's in the, connect, in the keyboard, but there is a much smaller and lighter battery in the tablet, okay. which, so you can use it for an hour and a half or two hours. The great thing about this is I can use it as a work machine all day, and then if I want to sit and kick back on a couch or on the bed and just read the newspaper, I can do that for half an hour, an hour. The tablet is extraordinary narrowly light because it's got a much lighter, smaller battery in it as the tablet. Right, we've compared it to the iPad Pro and just, you know, having the two and two hands at the same time, you can tell there's a huge difference in the iPad Pro. It's heavier because it's got that battery. Right, in it. and that's one of the reasons why I didn't get the Surface Pro because the tablet as a tablet have here, the is much this heavier. Is, this is your husband's Surface yes, Pro. Yes, that's he likes Pro. It. He does because he wanted a tablet with a keyboard. Which is basically what this is. Yeah, okay. so it, it, it depends on your use case. Do you want something that's a serious machine you're going to sit on for half a day and do serious work or do you want something to consume something on the web, look at email, you know. That well, you've had tablets. You've had an iPad. I love my iPad. I still use it. So it, you're, it depends you're, you're, you're on multilingual I, here. We, we're talking a Windows 10 Surface Book. You've got uh, an iPad. You've got a uh, an Android phone. And I've got a MacBook at work. MacBook at work <laughs> and a, like and a Windows 10 machine at home. At home, right? yes. Uh, the nice thing about Windows is if you're interested in running Excel, I mean, Excel for Mac is improved but it's still not up there with Excel for Windows. And now I'm starting to get interested in, in Power BI, which only runs Microsoft's Power BI data visualization software that only runs on Windows. I wanted something that would run okay. that. Now in terms, all right, so since we're gonna consider this a laptop, in terms of, of the hardware, this has got a Core i5 chip? This has the i7. You can I7. get it with okay. an i5 or you can get it with an i7. Okay. And it's got, um, this is something we're going to get into, a couple of USB ports? It's got two SD USB, card reader three, a full, a full yep. SD card reader. 
It's got a separate graphics card. Okay. It's got eight gig of RAM. I mean, this is a machine that you can do real work on. And in terms of pricing, you, these things start around, I think, fourteen hundred. Yeah, the, the it starts. It starts at fourteen ninety nine with the i five. If you want the i seven, it's a few hundred dollars more. This this particular configuration is about twenty one hundred dollars. It's got the i seven. It's got the separate graphics card and it's got 256 so it's near top of the line but not the top of the line yeah top of the line you can actually get this thing as one terabyte of storage okay a terabyte really? yeah okay interesting so in terms of the surface book after six weeks or so you're sold you're i'm sold it? it is a beautiful piece of hardware the one thing i did learn is don't tell the thing that you want it to not be in tablet mode when you detach it because then it then it doesn't it's, work it's well as a tablet. It's looking for a keyboard yeah, and you're, not, and it, and you're yeah. trying to type in on the screen. <clears throat> but so once I, I mean, the original setup is Windows and that was not the world's greatest experience. I had to wait for all the downloads to, yeah, okay. <laughs> to download and then they didn't download in the right order. It had to redo. So that was a couple of hours compared to an iPad where you turn it on and in three minutes you're ready to go. Yeah. But once that was done, it's, it's a great, it's a beautiful piece of hardware. Okay. It's... And then you've got the button here. You just push this little button. And, and you can lift off the top. And it is just extraordinary. It's just extraordinarily yeah. light. It's 13 inches. 13 and a half inches. Yeah. So it's like a 13 inch laptop with a detachable screen. Yeah. And it works. Good. Okay, good. Well, I want to get back to the, the whole port issue because this is the sort of thing that Scott feels very strongly about when it comes to, to laptops and where we're going right now. We're in, we're in a bit of a transition phase from the, the old days of USB 3.0? Well, that, yeah, 2.0. Tell me what's going on. So, Well, we're at the point now where we're in the USB-C phase, which is a brand new piece of hardware that's designed to uh, both deliver power to the device and also um, make it easier for device makers to design smaller. And like the Apple the Lightning. MacBook, right? Like the Apple Lightning, it, it's reversible, so it can go in either way. Yeah. It's really basically That's a copy nice. of the Lightning yeah. in many ways, but it's the USB port which everybody uses, so you know there's a lot of upside to that. And with the USB-C, I'm going to get into the alphabet soup here, with USB-C Gen 2, you've got twice as much throughput as you had with, uh, with the USB 3 ports that most computers have. Mm -hmm. I have two of them in mine. Um, and I also have the USB-C port, which is also in mine a Thunderbolt port, which is 40 gigabits per second, yep. potentially. And that, that's what, I, you know, people are buying notebooks now without really realizing, you know, do I have a USB-C Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 1 is 5 gigabits, you know. I think it's important for people to get to know what these different new technologies do and make sure they're buying for the future. This particular notebook has a, a dock that, uh, you know, multiplexes to virtually, through the Thunderbolt port, mm -hmm. uh, multiplexes to just about every kind of connection you can think of. I mean, that means it's not very portable. Right. That's the future. There are going to be fewer ports on devices. There are going to be big pipes that carry multiple streams of data. And uh, you want to make sure if you're buying a new PC nowadays that you don't end up with one that's locked in the future or locked in the past. If you're going to be locked either way right now, that's the right choice. What Sharon has is two USB ports. Um, 
you want the best mixture is two of each, two USB A ports and two USB C ports. Gen two C, right? Well, at least one of those should be Gen two. Okay, because I know this this came up. We were talking about the uh, the recent MacBook that Apple just released, and there was a lot of discussion online that while it's got the one USB Type C port, they didn't update that to Gen two. So the the concern there is that you know and. Of course, I'm a big Apple fan, but if you're looking for something that's going to be as useful in two or three years as it is now, and you're buying a, you know, it's only got one port, and that one port is the old USB Type C, not Gen 2. You absolutely have to have an adapter. Apple sells a three port adapter that has a way to power the device while you use it with, I think, I've forgotten what ports it offers, but, you know, it's like a video port and an Ethernet port or something like that, or a USB port. USB, yeah. You know, you need that because because there's only one port and it also charges the device. Right. You, I mean, you. That, I, I mean, frankly, I think the MacBook 12 inch is the worst deal on the planet right now. Yeah, because it, because it's limited because of that one. Just port. Just because of the so, ports. I mean, right. as a device, it's great. You know, it's slim. It's you know lightweight, but you know, put two ports in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you had brought uh, this this port replicator that you've got on the desk here, and you had said that in some ways. That might be something that would be useful for someone with a MacBook, but I mean, if your whole point of buying an Apple MacBook is to go portable, light, and travel easy, you don't really want to be carrying this brick around just so you can make sure you can connect up, you know, your hard drive or a, an external monitor. Absolutely, or something like that. you know, this device is from OWC and it costs about one hundred and sixty-five dollars. Um, it's got some flaws. It doesn't have a Display Port and the HDMI port is one point four spec, which means that. Long and short, it doesn't do the vertical refresh rate that the professionals want. It does 30 uh, hertz instead of 60. Um, if it were a 2.0 spec port, it would cost more. Right, of course. And uh, you know, it would be able to handle that. So video is sort of limited on this device, but in every other way, it's pretty great. It certainly solves the problems you have with the MacBook. I mean, it's designed, I think. It's even got the MacBook Gold. Right, exactly. I wonder if they have it in rose gold yet. Hmm. They, I think they do. Okay. Right, and I, th- I think some of it depends on your use case. The problem is you can't necessarily predict what your use case is going to be three years from now. Well, that, yeah, exactly. That's the whole point about future-proofing. So, you know, again, with something like what you've got here with the Surface Book, you've got a couple of USB ports. You're good for the time being. Yeah, you exactly. Know, as long as you're going to be using this for a couple of years. Down the road, when you're ready for the Surface Book 2 or 3 or whatever, or whatever Apple comes out with, then you can upgrade. But... It sounds like you're pretty golden. The MacBook's kind of limited, and you know if you're buying laptops or tablets slash you know hybrids, pay attention to the ports because you want to make sure that they're going to last as long as possible. Any other thoughts, or did we pretty much cover the uh, cover the bases on that? We covered it. Yep, we got it. I think we did. I mean, the the advantage of the two-in-one, like I said, is it's a real work machine. It's a real laptop. But then if you want to kick back and just use it as a tablet, it just becomes very light and convenient and portable. I have to be, I have to admit, I've been pretty impressed with the way this looks and works. So, you know, I'm kind of hoping Apple will come up with something because they're, they're behind the curve on this. There's talk that they will. We'll, we'll see. We'll see in about a month or so when we get to WWDC what they have up their sleeve. But uh, anyway, for that, uh, for now, uh, Scott, Sharon, thanks for, for popping in. That's a wrap. Thank <laughs> you.